This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. On this day in 1985, American educator Thomas Sutherland was kidnapped in Lebanon. He was held in captivity for six long years. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Carter Roy, from Conspiracy Theories. His show looks at the complex stories behind the world's most controversial events and cover-ups. Carter will discuss Sutherland's final days in captivity, while I'll cover the kidnapping. Thanks, Vanessa. I'm eager to dive into such an interesting story. Absolutely. Now let's go back to Beirut, Lebanon, on June 9th, 1985. 53-year-old Thomas Sutherland dedicated his professional life to teaching animal science. He was a professor at Colorado State University for 26 years. But when he was offered a position as the Dean of Agriculture at the American University in Beirut, he jumped at the chance for something new. His wife, Jean, even signed on to teach English there. The family's decision to go to Lebanon in the early 1980s was not one they took lightly. Israel had recently invaded the country, and it was deep into a violent civil war. The militant group Hezbollah had claimed control of the west side of Beirut. Walking to campus amidst gunfights and bombings was a daily risk. On June 9th, Sutherland flew in after attending his daughter's college graduation in the States. Tired from the journey, he drove straight home. But as he got close to his house, Sutherland heard a gunshot outside. His car swerved, sparks flew from the road and he lost control of the vehicle. He just managed to pull over to the shoulder when more shots rang out. Suddenly, Sutherland was dragged from his car and thrown into another vehicle. Before he knew what happened, they peeled out and sped away. He was the eighth American to be taken by Hezbollah that year. Mr. Sutherland was blindfolded, tossed in a room, and chained to a wall. The shady gunman held four other Americans and two Frenchmen along with him. They offered to set the hostages free only if 17 of their fundamentalist brethren were released from Kuwaiti prisons. Those 17 radicals had previously been convicted for facilitating bombings in Kuwait, but Sutherland had no idea what his captors wanted. Initially, his mind reeled. He could hardly process his situation. It seemed like something out of a movie. But after a few days in the dark cell, it hit him. He'd really been kidnapped. This was his new reality. 
In that instant, he lost his wife, his job, his family, and his friends. He could no longer breathe fresh air or feel the sun on the back of his neck. He swore an oath to God then. He promised to do whatever the Lord asked as long as he was allowed to go free. After he calmed himself down, Sutherland did his best to accept his new circumstances for the time being. In a way, he even grew to relate to his keepers, though he never forgot they could kill him at any moment. Luckily, he had help coping with his fear. He was chained next to a priest. The clergyman reminded Sutherland not to let himself think about returning home. He advised him to focus on getting through each day, one at a time. The advice enabled Sutherland to cope. He started giving the guards English lessons, as it was one way to get them to read him the news. Eventually, they offered him reading material of his choosing. Books allowed the teacher to keep his mind active and offered him a bit of escape. But eventually, something always brought him crashing back to reality. One night, Sutherland woke to the sounds of another hostage being beaten. The captors were so merciless that Sutherland couldn't do anything but openly weep. One time, he watched the guards attack his cellmate for 20 minutes straight after the prisoner tried to escape. The men struck him with rifle butts or chains and then threw him back in the cell. A few hours later, they dragged him back out and did it all over again. While Sutherland had made some allies, not all of the guards were so lenient. Death threats were common. Sometimes they'd lie and tell him he would be released at the end of the week just to taunt him. Once they spotted Sutherland looking out the door, they hadn't unchained him to relieve himself for over 10 hours. His eyes begged for an escort to the toilet, but when a guard caught him staring, he beat Sutherland within an inch of his life. Others joined in, kicking him in the neck and hitting him with a rubber truncheon. Sutherland endured hardships like these for six unrelenting years. To survive, he kept his heart on one thing, his wife, Jean. Getting back to her was his only goal. Coming up, we'll hear about Sutherland's last days in confinement. Hi, listeners. It's Carter from ParCast, and I am thrilled to tell you about a new limited series I'm hosting just in time for Father's Day. It's called Devious Dads, and it introduces you to some of the most feared, fraudulent, and fatal fathers in history. Every Sunday on Spotify, discover the men who started out as role models and ended up becoming real-life criminals like Wall Street financier Bernie Madoff, whose billion-dollar Ponzi scheme destroyed countless families, including his own. Or Marvin Gaye Sr., whose envy and resentment towards his son's successful music career drove him to murder. Each episode of Devious Dads has been handpicked from shows across the ParCast network, shining a light on the men who are far more wicked than wise. This summer, catch a glimpse of the frightening side of fatherhood. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Devious Dads. Listen free only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. 
Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. On June 9, 1985, 53-year-old Thomas Sutherland was kidnapped in Lebanon. My guest host, Carter Roy, will take over from here to discuss Sutherland's final days and eventual release. Thanks, Vanessa. Thomas Sutherland had been held hostage for six years when he finally saw the release of one of his cellmates, British journalist John McCarthy, in August 1991. Days later, the guards returned to take another of Sutherland's confidants out of the room, never to return. Finally, the men entered Sutherland's cell one morning and told him the plan. First, one American would be released, then one Briton would follow, then one American, then another Briton, and so on. On November 18, 1991, Sutherland's cell door swung open. It had been 2,353 days since his capture. Armed Hezbollah guards entered and told him they had good news. Everything had been organized to send Mr. Sutherland and another hostage, Terry Waite, home that evening. As the guards exited, Mr. Waite stopped them. He said, You know, you owe me a watch. You stole my watch. Twenty minutes later, one of the henchmen returned with a watch for Mr. Waite and Mr. Sutherland. They dubbed the timepieces their Hezbollah watches. Later that day, Sutherland and Waite were both retrieved, blindfolded, and thrown in the trunk of a car. Eventually, the vehicle came to a halt, and Sutherland and Waite were pushed out of the car. They were left in the dark as it sped off. After a moment, a man emerged from the shadows. He said his name was General Balul from the Syrian Intelligence Agency. The words that followed were music to Sutherland's ears. The general said, Welcome to freedom. But freedom meant nothing without his wife. After confronting a barrage of reporters, Sutherland was finally allowed to speak to Jean over the phone. His eyes welled up and his voice quivered as he heard her voice for the first time in six years. The two would have a lot of catching up to do back in Colorado. When Sutherland got to Fort Collins, he was overwhelmed. His neighbors had fastened yellow ribbons to their trees. Sutherland spent the next 25 years making up for lost time. He reunited with his wife, children, and grandchildren, wrote a book about his experience, and even took up acting. Thomas Sutherland died on July 22, 2016, at the age of 85. Sutherland said before he passed that he never looked back on his experience with anger or regret. Instead of focusing on the time he lost, he wanted to experience the life he won back. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 
Thanks again to Carter for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast, Conspiracy Theories, on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Paul Liebeskin, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by John Levinson, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. Today in True Crime stars Carter Roy and Vanessa Richardson. Hey there, Carter again. As we close out, here's a reminder to check out my new ParCast limited series, Devious Dads. For 10 weeks, we're exposing the men who are far more flawed than fatherly, ruining anyone who stood in their way, even their own families. Follow Devious Dads free only on Spotify.